they You're went right, to Thursday. You're right, yes, Tuesday. I'm there thinking, we go. I'm not counting right. Once again, you learn nothing in your internship. Now that you're a graduate, you think you know it all, and you should have known that you just listened to the show host. Actually, I would question myself here as well. Yesterday, Chris Olave, Andy Dalton delivering a perfectly thrown football, giving him an opportunity, as Olave says, in coverage between two defenders of your New Orleans Saints, making a fantastic catch. That's per many reporters, that was the play of the day. So I'm just saying, two straight days, two new additions to a position group sorely needed. Spectacular catches. I, why am I bringing this up? Gus, what does it matter? Like Jordan says, it doesn't count, even though it was against a defender. Two in the case of Alave's catch. Why does it matter? Because it matters because I think when you have people like can imagine this, catch the football, it helps your quarterback. I know that, that just blew your mind, right? And you know how it helps Why your quarterback? You, know, you, you know, you know how it helps your quarterback? You don't have to be a professional or Olympic gold medalist archer when delivering the football. Catch radius, sir. Catch radius. When I have a five-time pro bowler, one hand snagging things, I just gotta get the ball around. Make the right read, get the ball around. It takes a little pressure off you. When I got Chris Olave in coverage, catching the ball between two defenders, you know what it tells the quarterback? Just get the ball anywhere around him, give him a chance. That's what he said Andy Dalton did. That's what Andy Dalton said afterwards yesterday. He's gonna give him a chance. Right? You know what I'm trying if to- Andy Dalton is delivering a football to Chris Olave in coverage and he's snagging it. Closely defended, then I'm assuming the starting quarterback can also do that I'm, as well. I'm, I'm trying really hard these past couple of yeah. months to be a glass half full kind of guy. You could have fooled me, but but, yes. but at, at yeah. the same time, I mean, what did we see from Traquan Smith a few well, off seasons okay. ago? You're 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 absolutely right on what you just said. There was a training camp in which Traquan Smith was the star, right? We just hadn't seen that translate, right? You're right. Here's where I can tell you to relax and see my view. You ready? Okay. How many Pro Bowls has Juice been to? More than Traquan Smith? A lot more. Five. Has Chris Olave, you know, I'm not saying UCF isn't a bad, but I mean, Chris Olave came from? Which school? UCF? No. Chris Olave. Oh, Chris Olave. The The Ohio Ohio State State University. Where they kind of tend to produce what? Wide receivers. And NFL players, right? The Saints have had pretty good success with that, right? Correct. But what, what is Chris Olave known to do best? The, the best what in the draft? What, catch the football? Route runner. Yeah, route runner. Well, apparently he can catch, but yes, that's the thing. My point is, while you are correct, we haven't seen Landry, we haven't seen Olave, Make a single catch or a single play in a game that actually counted or meaned anything. Just keep in mind that last year, at this time, we were wondering who would be the number one receiver for the team. Okay? Deontay Hardy. No offense to Deontay Hardy, but Deontay Hardy, and we probably should have known then. It was foreshadowing now that I think about it. Because you remember when we left minicamp and started training camp, we said... Easily the best receiver on the field was 
Deontay Hardy, best looking route runner. Maybe that should have told us something. Not, again, any offense to Deontay Hardy, but he's like five foot something and, you know, he was a kick returner. He was an all-pro kick returner. You know, you get Tyree, what I'm getting Tyree at. Kills not the tallest, Stop it. Tallest guy. Oh my gosh. Are you comparing the cheetah? You, you didn't just compare cheetah, did you? I mean, if we're to talking Deontay about, Hardy. if we're talking about size. No, no, no. Stop it. That's, that's not what we're doing. That is not what we're doing at all. As Mr. Scott Craig finally makes himself a little appearance here. He was actually at Saints minicamp practice on Tuesday. So we will, um, you know, Hang out with him and uh, and get his takes on what he thought on Tuesday here as well. But that's all I'm saying. couple of plays of the day this week have been by two new players at a position group sorely needed. And it should give me some sense of confidence when I, you know. So we should be worried about training. the defense Well, and the cornerback. We're going to tomorrow. It's not today. Well, it's not today. We'll go tomorrow into the. You know, questions heading into camp. But I said it yesterday. Defensive end, right defensive end is, right? Marcus Davenport actually spoke yesterday. And, uh, had to take, remove tip of his finger. Yeah. That's, uh, yikes. So that's why he's recovering that and also some shoulder surgery. <laughs> As if having the tip of your finger removed isn't anything bad enough, he also had shoulder surgery. So we may or may not see him at the start of training camp. Ask Ronnie Long. Yeah. Well. He had a whole finger removed. Yeah, well, Ronnie Lott said, hurry it up. I need to get back in the game. So uh, he was something like that. Uh, we only have a minute before we go to break, and we'll get your thoughts here at 1245. Uh-huh. Schmidt Dua coming at 1230. But you were at practice Tuesday, right? Yes, sir. Just your overall impressions and thoughts. Anything stood out to you? Any player? What was the one thing when you got back in the car, you got on the phone, you text, you said what? Former intern, I saw the catch. Okay. Jarvis Landry? Yes. Uh-huh. It happened. Okay. And... This team is so athletic. You know, you know, all NFL teams are very athletic. But you can see that even some of their free agents. Hold on one second. Let me give you some, some appropriate background music. There we go. <laughs> go ahead. Keep going. So, um, I saw some very athletic players that may not even make the roster. Yeah. Which is unbelievable. I mean, they, and Andy Dalton. He's got a beautiful pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you know I'm an Andy fan, but I'm also a Jameis fan. I think uh, I think we're in good hands at the QB position. I was going to say, you had not had a chance, obviously, and it's been a bit. And I said this yesterday as we head to break, and again, we'll talk more about your observations coming up on Tuesday uh, at 1245. But, again, just seeing Jameis again just this week. Yes, it was. And, and in OTAs. You, you, you forget the size he has. Yeah. He's two inches taller than Andy. He's a big man. together, he's thick. I mean, he's, he's a big man. Again, I'm, I'm rooting for him. We'll talk a lot more black and gold football, including the black helmets. Have you seen them? I've not seen them. Oh. Are they wearing black helmets? Here it is. Fresh. Look. No way. Yep. Oh, oh I got to have one. I don't think you're going to like what they're going to ship it to it next on the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. is money. 
Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. A grade C is just average. A grade B, better. But an A? An A is excellent. And an A is what Thibodeau Regional earned for patient safety from the LeapFrog Group, a leading healthcare quality and safety organization. This A in patient safety is yet another confirmation of Thibodeau Regional's commitment to providing patients with the highest quality, safest care. Restore shine and protect your interior with Armorall Cleaning and Protectant Wipes at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, buy two canisters of Armorall Wipes and get one free. Plus, you'll earn double O Rewards points. Clean, shine, and protect with Armorall Wipes available at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts or shop online at O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Thinking about gas mileage? Keep your engine at its best with clean oil from Pinzoil Platinum Full Synthetic. Got an older vehicle? Use Pinzoil Platinum Full Synthetic High Mileage. Right now, you can get five quarts of either with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for $36.99. Get what you need for better fuel efficiency at any of our 6,000 stores or on AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Loyalty restrictions apply. Talker, ain't you? The man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Scott Craig, Francesco, Hades as well. You're, uh, you're ready to spend a little money, sir, on that new Saints black helmet, huh? Ready? I'm already looking. There it is. I know he's already looking at this. I need one for my collection, but <laughs> they're autographed. Well, I don't you, well, you know, it will help the decor in here. There's a lot of uh, St. Louis Cardinal gear. As you notice, I'm wearing my Cub hat. Schmidt Dua at Fear the Brown joins us now. Um, lead writer, Bourbon Street Shots, Boot Crew Media, The Works. Occasionally you'll see him with Fletcher and the rest of the crew over there on Channel 6. Schmidt, good afternoon, sir. How are you? Sunny, sunny afternoon, oh, a bit hot. Yes, a bit hot. I'm actually staring at the TV here at Francesca, and the weather report says heat index 112 today. That's going to be awesome. i got to cut the grass at some point, so it's not looking forward to that, Schmidt. The good thing about it, sir, is that uh, the sport that you love and cover so well is played indoors in the air conditioner. Basketball, sir. So let's talk about a couple of stories here. Let's start with Pelicans-related stuff. Uh, I'll ask you about Jackson Hayes shortly, but I like the fact that in the last couple of days we've seen, quote-unquote, reports that it looks like Zion's extension is going to be kind of like, maybe you and I have talked about this in the past, or how I feel, just a, here's a sheet of paper, here's a pen, let's get to work, and not have so many escalators, game requirements, etc. Hushamit? Yeah, I think, you know, the signs are good with Zion being able to speak on it publicly, with David Griffin being able to speak on it publicly. It seems like there's a great deal of confidence from both sides that this is all but done. 
And, you know, if the Pelicans have a talent like Zion locked up for the next five years, that's, that's a massive success. And I really don't think they need to get terribly creative with the injury protections. I, I do right. think there needs to be something in there regarding his foot just to save yourself from the worst-case scenario. But other than that, you know, uh, the big battle for me is, is the player option, and I think it would be great if the Pelicans were to, to have a five-year straight contract with no option uh, just like they have with Brandon Ingram, and, and you know, I think when you're able to lock in a player of Zion's caliber for that long, that's that's a success. Right, and I think also as well, I mean, look, obviously you say the right things, you do the right things, but May 1st was Schmidt when he said the right things and things that people that follow the Pelicans and are their fans wanted to hear. I want to be here, I've talked to Willie, I want to work out with the team, and then we saw a proof positive of, the last several weeks, lab photos, Schmidt, of the team at the facility, working out, getting in shape, and doing those things. Plus, we saw him at Duke. So, look, I, I like I said, if I'm seeing it and I'm hearing it, then sign it, right? Yeah, you, you know, you've got to make yourself tangible. Uh, that's what Joel Embiid did during his uh, time in Philadelphia when he was injured. He, you know, they saw him. Um, playing pickup at some of the pickup courts or running the hills in, you know, in the streets of Philadelphia or, um, just out and about the city. And that's what Zion's been doing now. You know, he held that, uh, camp for kids, uh, at the YMCA. And, uh, that's important. It's important to be a member of the community. And he's, he's speaking of it as it's his community. Um, and, and I think those things are all, um, all telling and tangible. Uh, the next step is just to, you know, get him on the court. Yeah. No doubt about it. The other bit of news this week. That indeed, that deals with the New Orleans Pelicans. Jackson Hayes sentenced to three years probation, 450 hours community service, and a year of weekly domestic violence classes for a scuffle with the police that um, arrived on a domestic violence call a year ago. So, Schmidt, what do you think of the decision and, and or the sentence there? And more importantly, do you think it affects maybe the future? You know, I don't, I don't know what kind of evidence was, was submitted, uh, and, and what led to the ruling. Um, I, I do think that, uh, all things considered, this is probably, uh, he should consider himself lucky that this is all that was, um, uh, that all that came out of this case. Uh, I definitely think it could have been a lot worse, particularly, uh, in terms of like assaulting a police officer. Um, that, that being said, I, I thought, I've always thought that Jackson's future with the team is already, uh, was on shaky ground just because of his positional fit. Um, with, with Zion coming back and, and his contract status as um, someone who's extension eligible and only has a one year left on the rookie contract. And I do think that, you know, I don't think that this, this outcome is news to the team per se. Obviously, they knew the legal ba- battle was pending. Um, I just think it adds to the list of reasons that might contribute to them moving on and, and going in a different direction. One week from the NBA draft, and I, I think... When you look at a lot of mock drafts, there, there's there's not a consensus, obviously, but it, it kind of seems like there's a narrowing of three names, perhaps, that could maybe be a Pelican if they keep the pick, I guess, a week away. How do you feel, Schmidt? Do you think the Pels are keeping it? And do you, in your mind, have a player or two that you think fits exactly what this team wants to do next year? I think that's not a decision they can make without seeing who's on the board. So, gotcha. you know, I, I think as the board shakes out, if, if a guy like Dyson Daniels is there at eight, I think they're, select, they're selecting at eight and they don't, they don't care about what you're offering, right? I think if a guy like Keegan Murray is there at eight, same, same situation. Um, I do think if, you know, 
Keegan and, and Dyson are off the board and none of the big four are falling down, uh, then it becomes a little bit questionable. Like, do they love Ben Mather? And if they do, then they're going to pick at eight. If they don't, then maybe, you know, they're, they're entertaining offers from teams down the line, especially if a guy like Shaden Sharp is on the board hmm. who who is intriguing, right? He's the mystery man, and a lot of people feel like he has potential to be the best player in the draft. And if a team like Oklahoma City, who's been rumored to be enamored with him and has also worked him out, comes calling at eight and, and offers you a bunch of picks, maybe uh, players and cap relief, then do they listen to that offer? Um, I, I think I think that all depends on if, if Dyson Daniels or maybe Keegan Murray or maybe maybe someone else they love is on the board. If they're not, then I think everything is on the table. Benedict Mathurin was a name that you heard right after the lottery a lot and get attached to the Pels. Do you think his workouts have moved them too high? Or even if he's there at eight, do you think he's not what fits here? Oh, I think he fits on every single team. That's, that's the appeal <laughs> exactly. with, 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 I like with Ben. Yeah. You know, he is a very, very uh, talented player. Just a, uh, His shot-making is extremely potent just because he shoots on the move and he's not a standstill shooter. And his athleticism is, is jump out the gym athleticism. He can, he can dunk it on basically anybody to threaten transition. And that kind of player fits on every single team. Um, I, you know, if he was there at 8 and the Pelicans selected him, I'd be happy because, yeah. I, again, I think, I think that he is going to be a productive player for years to come. Um, you know, I'm still partial to a couple other players. I have my favorites in the draft, but there's no way I'm going to complain if that's the outcome of draft. Yeah, no doubt. You put on his highlights and you see what he did in the tournament there as well. Um, and you're watching, and we're going to close out here with the finals. And as you've watched this postseason, Shemit, it's simple. You, you better have three point shooters. You better have scoring. If not, you're not going to be playing in June. That is for sure. Um, is there a player in the draft that you would trade up for? Jaden Ivey. That's that's the easy one. I think Jaden Ivey is uh, again. You talk about athleticism. This guy's in the one percent of the one percent when it comes to that, and just to have that kind of uh, dynamic ability um, at the guard position is, is something the Pelicans really haven't had ever. And and that you know I'm just big Jaden Ivey fan for that reason. <laughs> Yeah, he's another one. You just watch and you just kind of drool, right? <laughs> just imagine what it would be like on this team here as well. Just your your final thoughts on the Pels here, seeing the team working out, though, and seeing what C.J. McCollum said, was it two weeks ago or last week when he was on ESPN during the finals, and um, the fact that this team is actually working out and, and, and looks focused here in June, man. I, I'm not used to this, Shemit. Um... You know, I I want to pump the brakes on that kind of stuff a little bit. Okay. I think they they you know they did it last year. We saw pictures of Eric Bledsoe uh, working <laughs> out with them before the draft. You know, the other right. Stephen Adams stuff. So it was like, and then they both got traded on draft night. Um, so you know, I I think this is, I think seeing it is good, but I don't think it's necessarily predictive of anything, right? I think I think it just reinforces what we know. They like each other. They're willing to get better. And all those are good things. I think it's one of those things, if you see the opposite, that's when you're in, in trouble a little bit and you begin to ask questions. But, you know, this is something, like, I don't think you could take uh, more than face value on. It's like, okay, cool, they're doing this. That's great. I'm glad they're here. Uh, but other than that, you know, I've, I've heard Trey Murphy looks really good in these workouts, so maybe maybe there's something there. Speaking of Schmidt, do I fear the Brown over on Twitter, lead writer Bourbon Street Shots, also part of Boot Crew Media. Sir, the NBA Finals Game 6 tonight. 
It's on ABC, 8 o'clock. Boston, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. What if, what's your overall thoughts so far on the finals? Because it's one of the questions of the day we're throwing out there. Like, has it been entertaining? Have you liked it? Have you followed it um, nearly as close? What do you think so far through five games? Oh, I think it's definitely been um, more entertaining than perhaps the initial matchups would have suggested. Uh, I, I think a lot of people thought Golden State would come in here and just walk their way to another title. And, right. and while they are up 3-2, um, bosses prevented them with challenge after challenge after challenge. And, and I think it's a tough environment to go in there in, in Boston and, and try to come out with a win. And they've been in this position before, um, where they were, where they were down 3-2 and they had to win two in a row, uh, to, to win the series. You know, they were just there with Milwaukee and, and they were able to do it. So I don't think we can count them out yet. Uh, I, I do think Golden State takes it, uh, whether it's tonight, whether it's in game seven. I, I think they just have, uh, the best player in, in the series by far, and then they also have the championship equity, which I think goes goes a long way here. But, you know, I, I think it's been an entertaining series, and, and it's funny how, like, any game on a game-to-game basis can just depend on who's hopping three. All right, so what do you see tonight? You think we got seven? Oh, you know, I'm just going to go with Golden State. I'm, I'm okay. going to go. I think, I think Clay and Steph both get hot. And then they get enough scoring from the rest of the roster to to push this to a to another championship. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if the officiating gets involved in this or not. Here's the, here's the thing, Shabin. Well, there's just it. so much flopping going on, oh, and so much fouling, and, right. and you're just like, all right, all right, like like Mark is smart. Can you just not fall down every time they touch you? And then you know Draymond doing Draymond things, and I mean it's entertaining as a neutral party. It's it's entertaining, like. But I would, I if I was playing against either of these teams, I'd be going insane. Jordan pulled it a great matrix as, as well, too, where he kind of <laughs> feigned getting hit in the face and then all that, you know. So, look, uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be fun, man. And uh, it kind of describes the same way we feel when you join us here on the show. A week from the NBA draft, Game Six of the NBA Finals tonight, Mr. Schmidt. Do a go give a follow on Twitter at Fear the Brown and all of the different things he does. Boot Crew Media. Bourbon Street Shots, WDSU, you name it, NBA Reddit as well. Thank you, man. Appreciate the time. Yep, absolutely. Thank you. Yep, for sure. Quick break when we come back. General D has decided to have a little lunch with us here as well. We'll bring in Scott Craig again and get his opinions. He was at Saints Minicamp Day 1 on Tuesday. We'll get his thoughts here as well. Jordan, the graduate. You see, uh, you see Scott? Look at, look at those hands go. Look at how quickly he's editing Dennis Allen just wrapping up from today's mini camp practice and wrapping up the off-season workout so when we come back we'll have that as well plus wait in hour number two to hear what chauncey gardner johnson had to say yesterday i love him i think you need to go get a chauncey jersey i'm just letting you know i love me some chauncey gardner i'll get a chauncey signed black helmet oh love the black helmet oh yeah by the way the saints dropped a new helmet color we'll uh we'll look at that here as well it's a sports hangover on espn new orleans You ready to get started? Come on, I'm always ready. What are you guys doing? Getting ready to make a radio ad. Oh, okay. Let me hear it when you're done. It's good to be back. Three, two, one. 
I'm Bobby Ramsey, and today I'm proud to announce that my brother Wes has returned from his adventures to become the head of jewelry services at Ramsey's. Returned from my adventures? What am I supposed to say to something like that? Wes is a graduate of the Gemological Institute of America. And I spent 15 years learning fine jewelry design from my grandfather, Bob Ramsey, and my father, Robert. Wes is taking charge of jewelry manufacturing and jewelry repair and all the other wonderful services offered by Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers. I look forward to seeing you when you come in. Are we done? No, we're waiting on that guy that tells people how to get here. You mean that guy that sounds like Tony the Tiger? Here he comes. Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers is the largest diamond store in Louisiana on veterans between Bonneville and West End and Metairie. The other day, someone said they saw a roach the size of a nutria down around Cutoff. I don't know about that, but nasty pests like roaches, termites, ants, and spiders are running wild up and down the bayou. If you got bug problems, call Terminex and the Bayou Boys, Dan and Billy Foster. They'll be there in a jiffy to protect your home or business. So whether you live up the bayou or down the bayou, Terminex is here to get rid of bugs any size. So call those Bayou Boys. They'll get you, get you Terminex tough. Ontario, Douay, Ontario. More than just an insurance company, they're marine insurance specialists. Whether it's fishing boats, cabin cruisers, sailboats, or marine industry, you can trust Terrio Douay Ontario to get you the coverage you need at a price you deserve for your home, your auto, life, fire, and health. They've been taking care of people since 1957. Call Terrio Douay Ontario at 475-5126. Just ask for Lynn Pierce or David O. along Bayou Lafouche in Golden Meadow. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the Major League. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back. It is The Sports Hangover. We're live at Francesca Deli and Pizzeria. Bye, Katie's. Mr. Scott Craig, how are you, sir? <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. It it's good uh, to have you back, Gustafur. It's good to be back. Well, I mean, it is. It is. It is. I just wish I could have brought back the weather. Yeah, I'm with you. 71 for a high. No, dude, I, I can't be outside. I see, uh, in DC? The, uh, the equipment overheats. Gets hot, you know. In DC? We don't, we don't want it yeah, to. Yeah, the over, equipment. The you equipment. Overheat. The, uh. I, you know, and the, 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 worst the equipment part you know? is, the worst part about, like, I was in Puerto Rico. Yeah, uh huh. And I have chest congestion and, you know, and, and, but while I was there, yeah. I had none. None. So now at least I know what it is. It's the weather yeah. and what's in the air here. And, you know, I'm coughing up, hocking yep. up loogies. And it just... Um, allergies. Allergies. All that and yeah. they were gone exactly. for eight days. Yep, no doubt. Um, a third and final winner, right? Just stopped by, Jordan. And who was that for the Monster Jam tickets? So we had Zachary and Leonard. Nice. Who awesome. stopped by. And, and Jeffrey. And Jeffrey. And Jeffrey. Yes, sorry. Our three winners along with Mr. Black. We will have more tickets. Next Thursday we'll be over at Katie's. So if you want to go to Monster Jam, and I'll have more pit passes next week here as well. i got four Thursdays. i got four Thursdays to get through. But, so I'll have some Monster Jam tickets over the next four Thursdays. But, Gustafer, we yeah. have something else. Oh, we do. We've got. Finally, yes. They're in. Yeah. Not the new keychain bottle openers, okay, but the ESPN Cat mm-hmm. and Gill Craig intern T-shirts. Yes, crew of Katie's T-shirts from Faux Pop Prince are in. My dear friend Johnny Blue, one of my besties, hooked us up totally with this cool ass 
t-shirt design. Yep. And a keychain design. And we will also have a t-shirt. Yeah. For those who come by and visit and eat or... We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But we've got to take Jordan out on a uh, date. How about that? Maybe, yeah. Take Jordan out for a date. We'll give you a t-shirt and a keychain. How about that? You you can can. wear the t-shirt on the date. And you can use the keychain to open up his beer. And he'll teach you what he learned in college. And he'll teach you. (laughs) What do you think, Jordan? Should should we give away a t-shirt and a keychain to anyone that takes you out on a date? That is a standing, standing rule. Do we have to? Yeah. It's a date. Yeah, wait. Well, no, you're taking them out on a date. Well, yeah, well, actually, I have Katie's gift cards. So Katie's gift cards, yeah. <laughs> a date with Katie's gift cards. We're background <laughs> checks on the people that try to take me out on and a date. And you know what? Not just that. You know what would be interesting, too, Scott? What if the date takes place during the show? You know, we always, we have some tables. We'll clear a table. That out. would be a first. We'll, we'll on have radio. the date in front of us. You know, we'll do some yes. play by play of it. See how it's going. Check well, in on them. Maybe give uh, the mic to the to the lucky individual to you know see how the date is going. Is Jordan communicating? I like you know? it. We have an is issue. Is he on his phone too much? I mean, there's a lot of different things we can do with this. I gave the very first yeah. crew of K E S P and crew of Katie's faux pas print T-shirt mm-hmm. to Josh Roulette, my chiropractor, our nice. friend. You oh. just saw him, huh? So yes. So I think maybe you'll have to go on a date with Josh. Oh. Well, no, no. I mean, I'm just saying you have to come up and ask him on it. So yeah. it hadn't happened yet. Josh hadn't done that yet. But um, I, I thought you would approve of that. Of nice. Giving the Absolutely. very first one to the great chiropractor, Josh Roulette. He is unbelievable, guys. Anybody who's looking for a chiropractor or massage. It's interesting you say that because uh, that is a name you'll be hearing a lot of yes. soon. Uh, here on the sports hangover because I'm going to go see him. And uh, yes. there's a reason for that. So yes. stay tuned. I'll yes. give you and, the details uh, on that here as I well. I think he's going to be uh, become a part of the Sports hangover, hangover world. Yes. Yes. A, uh, how did they, how do you say it? Uh, an agreement in principle has been reached. <laughs> agreement in principle. <laughs> an agreement in but principle. yeah, he said he. You know, I told him you were on vacay, and you yeah, know, he's, he's, uh, I, I texted him this but morning. He was fired I'm up about the shirt. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hook it up next week. Looking forward to that. Yeah. So let's get back to it. Um, you were talking about an in general D. I'll get your thoughts here as well because once again. Jordan, as uh, he's cutting up Dennis Allen Sound, some of the plays of the day. Catherine Terrell, the athletic, tweeting that on seven on seven, Alave, Landry, touchdowns on seven on seven drills. Look again, I, I know we're trying to extrapolate something out of it, but my point that I was making, Scott, right before you walked up and then Jordan poo pooed on it, was if the plays of the day, which you know, again, it's what we do when we're out there watching. Like what stood out? It's the ooh. Mm-hmm. Ah, moment of the day. Yes. If the ooh, ah, moment of the day happens to be by a player that is new to the team at a position group that is desperately in need of an upgrade, I'm happy. And the two plays of the day previously was Jarvis Landry, the catch that you saw, yes, Chris Olave in double coverage yesterday, and both of those same receivers Catching TDs here today against what I think are pretty good Saints defensive backs. Paulson Debo had some good, oh, you know, knockdowns really yesterday and, and, and stuff like that. And, and Lattimore, we know what. So, again, I'm just saying, coming from last year, if two new additions to that receiving room, because I do think when Michael Thomas gets back and is healthy, we know what he can do. Even if he's half of what he was, yes. it's better than what they had last year. Yes. And this is going to make Callaway. 
a better receiver. Hundred percent. Because I don't want to count all of those guys. Out. No, no doubt about it. But and, what, what did you see? Because you brought up Landry when I asked you what stood out to you Tuesday, and because when I first saw him a couple of OTAs ago, in the second OTA, he missed the first one, but mm-hmm. he was here for the second one. It just it's as the receiving coach yesterday said, you. It's there. Like, you see it. It's a pro's pro. Smooth. He's a five-time Pro Bowl. He's smooth and athletic. Yeah. And it is effortless to yes. watch him run a pattern, catch the ball. It's it's just a really soft catch, and the quarterbacks are looking really good. I realize, in turn, it's against nobody. Yeah. But on the other side of the ball, the thing that stood out, now we know where Davenport is, but where is Peyton Turner? Well, he's uh, you know, he's getting healthy. He's getting healthy. Well, I mean, he's been getting healthy for I, a year. I, I, well, look, it's it's the number one thing I said yesterday. Tomorrow we'll start making our list. But it, it is the, I wouldn't say concern, but it, it is a question going into training camp. It is the right defensive end position. I mean, it just is, right? Yes. Now, again, that can be completely alleviated six Wednesdays from today. When in practice number one, Peyton Turner's out with the team. And he did say earlier during the uh, OTAs that he, he was laughing, he was smiling, he's like, I'll be ready for training camp. So, again, but until, you know, because even still, I mean, you, you want Marcus Davenport ready to go September 11th. Yes. Um, I also thought Caden Ellis stuck out. Okay. And then he came he here with his yesterday. dad. Yep. Signed the board. Nice, there it is. That evening, Tuesday it. evening, with his dad, and um, that's a really good really signature, smooth, by the way, isn't it? Yeah, both it really of them is. are. Yeah. And the other guy that stood out to me is Demarco Jackson at linebacker. He looked very athletic and smooth. I keep using that word smooth, but it when you look at an athlete, it needs to be effortless. And to them, it's effortless. But I mean, Caden Ellis looked really good. Uh, Werner looked really good. Pete um, Werner is. Again, a guy that if you remember last year, look, obviously Dennis Allen's going to feel a certain way about his guys. Right. What I thought was interesting at the end of the year, Demario Davis spoke very highly of him. And he spoke very highly of him when he was filling in for Quan Alexander when he was missing time. Right. Right. And, you know, I think the thing that I was always concerned about is you could see the difference in level of play. And again, it makes sense, sort of like Cam Jordan last year when, because it wasn't Pete Werner first off the bench when Quan Alexander was injured, right? right? It was another linebacker, and DeMario Davis didn't look like DeMario Davis. Like, when he looks when you have Quan Alexander, <laughs> right? So, to hear him say that, though, I thought was key. You know, it is because, key, look, because he's the Quan leader. Hasn't been signed. Could be the leader of the team. They brought in, you know, Joe Sherbert to try out, so... It doesn't look like Quan Alexander is returning as a Saint. I could be wrong. You never know what happens come training camp. But for whatever reason, you know. Somebody gets hurt. Yeah. You know, and once again, it's all about injuries. I mean, this team, to me, is a Super Bowl contender if they stay healthy. And the offensive line holds up, which I think they will. Um, we didn't see a whole lot of the offensive line. Obviously, in minicamp, you're not going to see a whole lot of that. But, um I, like the, I saw some impressive linebackers out there, and the secondary looked. Number twenty-seven. He wasn't on 
the roster that they gave us. Well, it, it is. He's on the bottom. He's on the bottom. No, he was, but he. Well, because he hasn't signed his rookie deal yet. That's he looked why. pretty good. Well, yeah, I mean, that's I, the I second round draft pick. Yeah, that's what I had. <laughs> it's Alante Taylor. Oh, was that Alante Taylor? Yeah, he's Alante Taylor. And uh, hello. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Jordan's telling me we have some sound of that specifically doing that, and we will do that as we start our number two. As General D has dug into what is that? By the way, is it Kushan the Lapo boy? Which that's that's the legend. Oh my! I listen. Goodness. I made. I was at a festival, uh-huh. and they had a roast beef poor boy and a barbecue shrimp poor boy. They ran out of bread. I ended up combining the two. Hence came the legend. There it is. Hour well, one in the books. Hour two next on ESPN New Orleans. Five X four eight zero. Dayton B100 V-Belt, one of the many parts Granger carries. It's also the item that helped Rob carry the day. The job was on hold, deadline fast approaching. But a quick search on Granger.com and Rob found his part. On the same day pickup at his local branch, he and his crew got the job done safely and